Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the quick hitter version of Buckets, Boards, and Blocks from Pure Hoops Media. Our featured discussion this week is with A. Sherrod Blakely, the Celtics insider for NBC Sports Boston. One of the topics we discussed is how the NBA hopes to resume the season and how management and players are working together to do so. Players have to learn how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Uh, whenever they return to the floor, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be ideal. There has to be some degree of compromise that they're going to have to take on uh, in order for the season to resume. Now, what they're trying to figure out, and, and the NBA is, is doing their part to try to help with this, is try to find that, to me, that, that crossroads between minimal risk and potential treatments in case uh, someone does test positive. Because, look, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that, you know, if, we, if we're watching NBA basketball, even if it's without fans in the next two, three months, uh, someone is going to test positive. Uh, I'm absolutely 100% convinced of that. Uh, and to me, the challenge that the NBA has is what are we going to do when that happens? Are we going to just simply quarantine that individual and keep the games going? Are we going to just shut everything down, which I think would be a horrible idea? Uh, I, they have to find that, that, to me, that happy medium where players are comfortable with being uncomfortable. And let me be clear. I don't think it has to be a unanimous type thing. I don't even think it has to be like 98%. It just has to be, to me, a significant number of players who want to resume playing. And there has to be, in my opinion, you need your what I call top shelf talent to buy in. If LeBron James doesn't want to play, if Chris Paul doesn't want to play, if Giannis Antetokounmpo don't want to play, guess what? Y'all ain't playing. Because right, yeah. if, if the big dogs don't want to want to get out there and bark – no one is trying to hear the little puppies and the little, you know, the little pit bulls and the little baby, little baby dogs out there. No one wants to hear them. Okay, so you bring up a really good point in terms of this. Presumable, we we, I mean, just at the rate of this disease, what we know, if someone tests positive, okay, so a single test may not shut it down. But let's go back to how the the, the WBA, the NBA shut down when it happened. Right, we get an official running out on the court. OKC, stop the game before it happens. We go back and contact Trace, to use a word that we're hearing in the media, teams that played the Jazz. It wasn't just Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Like, that thing quickly spread. So I guess my concern in terms of the safety and I guess the ethics of it, and I know there's a camp that's saying the NBA is paying for their tests. Um, It's not uh, rich people getting tests and regular people that need them can't get them type deal. It's not that simple. I get that. But I do understand why people would still be bucking at this idea of testing players on a regular because you could take a test on Monday, miss something, and the test be different by Saturday, have played in a game, and boom, Sherrod, like, I just don't know, like, and then if a guy has someone in their home in their, or in their family who's one of those high-risk patients, whether it be age or previous conditions, like, if a guy doesn't want to play, then what? And you have a legitimate argument. If Carl Anthony Towns doesn't want any parts of this, can you blame him? 
Yeah. I mean, I, you, you absolutely can understand why Carl Anthony Towns or anyone who has a loved one with a compromised immune system will be hesitant to get back out there. But again, that, that raises the question, at what point will you be comfortable getting back out there? I mean, th does there have to be a cure, a vaccine, and a 99.9% .9 chance of you not getting it before you're comfortable playing again? Um, I, I just, it's a, it's a hard question to get, get, to get a, to, for there to be a right or wrong answer to, but I think ultimately players are going to have to embrace some level of discomfort when they come back on the floor and find a way to navigate around that. Uh, now, should they get back out there now? I don't think so. Um, I would like to see there more of a pattern uh, of a decline as far as the people who are testing positive. Uh, but again, there's never going to be a perfect solution to this. Uh, but the NBA, I, I will say this. I mean, they were the first league to, to react to this in a very strong, you know, we're shutting it down manner. Uh, and I know they, they would have liked to have been the first to get back going. But you, you see that, you know, it's, it's hard. It's, 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 this thing has become far more complicated, convoluted, and, and frankly challenging uh, than anyone, uh, including the NBA, has, has bargained for. Yeah, for sure. I think I was reading one of your columns recently, Sherrod, where you uh, where you you were you were uh, writing about how the league has created like this group of players to kind of talk with management. I think Russell Westbrook was in there, and CP3, right. and Kyle Lowry, and Boston's very own Jason Tatum, and there were some others. I mean, to me, that's a really good example of why the NBA is in a position to be a leader among sports because they have this dialogue between the people running the show and the main attraction, which is the players. And, and even for a younger guy like Jason, who's what, like 22 years old, I mean, showing respect for this kind of cross section of opinion, I think to me, you know, you're having all the different groups and demographics represented, which I think puts the league in a, in a really good position to kind of move forward with the management and the players kind of all on the same page. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the NBA gets it. I mean, they, they get it better than any pro league that, you know, at the end of the day, when you put the cookies on the bottom shelf, players move the needle players, not owners, not managers. I don't care about the Jerry Jones of the world. I don't care about the, you know, the, the, the guys that have this flamboyant personality on the sidelines at the end of the day, players move the needle and when you're making decisions of this magnitude they have to have a voice at the table and that voice should not just be one voice uh and i i love the fact that they've got a young guy like jason tatum involved in those conversations you've got a sage veteran like chris paul guy like russell westbrook who's been around the block a little bit they've got different voices from different perspectives with different vantage points involved in those discussions and that's why the nba you know I, to me i'm not worried about them getting this right my biggest concern is how long will it take for them to get it right uh because i know the just the way they they operate they're not going to rush the process just because folks want them to rush the process they're going to take their time figure out what makes the most sense get as much input from as many people as they can and then make what they believe is the right decision and make no mistake about it like i alluded to earlier lebron james Giannis Antetokounmpo, the big dogs of the NBA have to be part of that buy-in because if they're not on board, it ain't sailing. If you'd like to hear more from Sherrod, check out the full version of Buckets, Boards, and Blocks with me, Monica McNutt from Pure Hoops Media.